This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one. Or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. You want to know something, Michael? What's that, Reavers? Guess what we are going to be exactly one month from today. The Minnesota State Fair. I, ca- I, I was looking, so I have this little digital clock in front of me. It has the time with all of my various uh, sound bites that yep, I play yep. on the Garage Logic podcast. I went, holy S, we're going to be at the State Fair exactly one month from today. Yeah, that's kind of sad, isn't it? It's just, I mean, what it's great. happened? I, I love the State Fair, but it just it's happened eight, very quickly. It's August, one week from today. Uh, my girls just finished volleyball, and then high school volleyball starts in like a week. I was like, oh, that was that was a nice break. That was a, that was a good good break from the sports. I'm now in that midst of youth sports, not not nearly to the degree that you are, because your girls are older than my sons. But it's a constant game of well, this season just ended, but don't forget about we got to do this, that, and the other oh. thing for the upcoming season. Constant battle. And I thought, okay, that leads me perfectly into my first email that I wanted to read on the show. But this happened on Sunday. They did. Uh, well, in fact, here, let me let me read the email first, and then I'll get into what I was going to get into. Uh, this comes to us from Dave Hansen, subject line Reavers. Uh, hey, Chris, per your previous recommendation, my wife, myself, our grandson, and a friend of ours drove down to the Jordan Brewers game last night, meaning Sunday. Mm-hmm. Beautiful night, great park, nice time, and saw you and your team get recognized. Four hot dogs, two sodas, a beer, and a seltzer. 18 bucks. Are you kidding? Wow. I was hoping for a good local brat, but that was good enough. Take care, Dave. Um, Well, first of all, Dave, thank you so much. It was the Jordan Youth Baseball Association Appreciation Night at the, and the Jordan Brewers have one of probably the best town ball programs in the the state. It is the Minimet. Oh, it is the Minimet. Yeah, they play at the Minimet. And so they recognized all of the youth teams from 9U all the way to 14 because my son is on the, my youngest son is on the 9U team. And then I help coach my oldest son's 11U team. It was, it was, it was a fun night. Did you win most valuable coach? Oh, God, no. Okay. In fact, I didn't even, I didn't even realize I was supposed to go out on the field. I wasn't even wearing anything Jordan related. Oh, no. I was wearing my Fairbowl Lakers shirt. Oh, good. And so good. all the the Brewer guys like, "Hey, nice shirt, jackass." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it was it was a fun night. So thank you very much, Dave. But that led me into. So here we are. We're recognizing uh, that that uh, the baseball season for the youth programs anyway it finally has come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, the town ball teams are still playing, and I think the Legion teams are still playing. 
but everyone was talking about the upcoming football season, the fact that there is a golf tournament. I thought, yeah. this is never going to end. It never ends. It's just going to go never from ends. this sport to that sport to this sport to that sport. Yeah. It constantly. never ends until someone to your kids start driving. And then you just don't have to go to every practice That's unless true. you're coaching, right? Yeah. So I didn't. I don't do any of the coaching. I don't like other parents. I don't want another parent to talk to me about their kid's position. Right. None of that. I wouldn't be the coach that could say, "Yeah, your kids." You know, I'd be the coach. I was like, "Your kid's not very good." <laughs> Nor mine might not be either. Right. right. But I, I wouldn't be able to do that. But when your kids start driving, then you don't have to go to all the practices. Reverse. Yep. Then you're like, okay, now there's a game on Tuesday. I can make it to the game. I saw a funny tweet. I th- I thought I retweeted. Yes, I found it right here. This is called the travel ball field seating diagram. The travel ball field so seating diagram. So if you have a child that plays travel baseball, okay. yep. you can see the picture of the diamond, yes, right? Yes, and it yes. has certain arrows. And I retweeted this if you'd like to go to my Twitter account to see and play along at home. Mm-hmm. But this is called the travel ball field seating diagram where it has the picture of a regular baseball field and then the categories for where everyone is supposed to sit. Got it. Okay. So for instance, just past the first baseline down the right field line in the outfield. So past oh, the outfield yeah, wall, yeah. that's the section for dads who used to coach. Oh, because they got to get as far away as possible. Right. So yeah. then down the line, then as you come closer towards the dugout, mom's with no filter. Okay. So you got to be further away. Okay. Closer okay. is the portable tent zone with the loud moms. Oh, I like those. Then a little bit closer is the moms. Okay. You know, the moms that sure, are sure. just going to be there. Then even right behind the plate is dads who still think that they coach. Oh. Right behind that is the armchair umpires. Okay. Next to that <laughs> is the snack mom down the third baseline. Oh, she's an important one, though. Next to that is the grandparents underneath the third baseline portable tent zone. The parents gossip zone oh, is okay. down there. Got it. And then in the center field section is the dads with no filter. That would be mm-hmm. Souchere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then finally along the left or past the left field wall is the section that are that is familiar to a lot of dads and that is the dads hiding beer in their thermal cups nice which yeah. um i see on Pretty occasion much that's all that's happening right right uh and then what you don't see is the arrow that's pointing way behind it and that's the ejected parents and coaches <laughs> zone so did you put that on twitter i did and is twitter now do you say i x'd that can we get to that because yeah. you're an Elon Musk guy. I am. You're a big, big fan. I don't know what he did. What, what are we doing here? Well, I think he wants to make... First of all, he owned X.com. Which is the money-exchanging site. Explain what I X, don't even know what X.com is. Because it launched is. in 1999. There was a video clip that I saw. And, okay, so... But there's only 26 one-letter dot-coms. Okay. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Sure. Alphabet, yep, right? Yep, 26 yep. of them, I, if I'm <laughs> correct. Yes. And um, he owns one of them, X. And he, I guess the letter X has holds a lot of cool things to him, right? But Twitter kind of worked. I tweeted that out. I was on Twitter. That kind of flows. And he wants to make one mega platform where you buy stuff, you bank, you invest, you do all of that in X. Yeah. But I think that I don't know if X is the right. And then you look at the new logo, and I'm going to go ahead, and if I owned Xfinity, I'd say, Hey, I, I think that's our logo. We were already X. You you think Xfinity yes. has the kind of means and power to go after Elon? No, but I think they might have the right to say, put their hands up quietly in the back and say, we've we've already had that logo. You can't take our logo because hmm. the logo looks identical to the new X logo. Well, and, and again, not to be that guy, but wouldn't you think that Elon has the people behind the scenes 
to say, hey, yeah, we're okay to go ahead with this particular move. Yeah, or he says, I don't care. Like let the right kind of me. lawyers or whatever. Yeah, I'll just, or let him sue me. He doesn't but care. But I don't understand when, and again, far be it from me to be someone that criticizes a multi-zillionaire, right? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not. He's not an idiot. No, he, he's gonna. And this is gonna benefit him somehow, some way. So I'm not yeah, stupid. Yeah, sure. I, that part you don't bet I against completely Elon get. Musk. But when you've are, it's the same thing that that Facebook did when they tried to be when they're becoming Meta. Well, I don't. Okay. I don't get why you have such a successful, innovative platform, and then all of a sudden, whether you're looking for the short term or long term gain, whatever it is. To just all of a sudden switch gears. So that it, part I don't get. Let me let me ask this: Is Twitter going to be called Twitter still forever? And now the company is just called X. Well, I know when you go to Twitter.com, it still comes up as Twitter.com. Okay, so maybe it's just going to be called Twitter still, and it's just like Meta did with Facebook. Facebook's still Facebook, but the parent company is bigger than Facebook, and now it's Meta. Hmm. So that makes me feel a little bit better because rem- remember when. Um, your Lord and Savior, Donald Trump, <laughs> came out with True Social. Right. He he lacked the iteration of, I I went and I did a tweet, right? Before you could say, oh, I tweeted that out. You can't say, I truthed that out. Right. I, I truthed that out. Or, you know, there's no alliteration that says I truth something. So you have to say, I posted on Truth Social. That's not as good as I tweeted that out, right? So I think the marketing people for Truth Social really made a mistake. And I thought Elon was going to do the same potentially with with. Twitter and I X'd, I had to X something. And I I don't remember how long ago on this show I, I've had not not necessarily a tirade, but a complaint about I don't need more. Yeah. I don't need more. Do, do do we really need more social media platforms? Because I don't. No. In in fact, if I didn't have this job, I've I've said this a million times, if I didn't have this job, I probably would still have a Twitter account. I know damn well I wouldn't have a Facebook account. Sure. Um and I don't have an Instagram account. I'm not a TikToker. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, do we need more? Because I'll be honest, I'm starting to swing to Joe's way on, on social media. Sure. It, it's it's far more damaging than it is beneficial, I believe, in our does, society. Does uh, Joe follow anybody? Joe Soutre from the Garage Logic podcast. He does he follow anybody on Twitter? He follows us. Okay, that's nice because that is his show. And he does follow. So he follows, he follows a couple accounts and, I and Royce, maybe and Patrick. Yeah, yeah. but I but I, I guess I don't know because it would be kind of cool when he had Twitter Here, I guess for I those first six years where it never was actually on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he had like forty thousand followers and he followed no one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and never posted anything. He that was kind of following cool. forty six people. Oh, 46. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, a lot of them are news accounts, things like that. He so follows he, Elon Musk, apparently. So he's he's actively looking at it then if he's following news accounts. Yeah. He wants to do that. Yeah. Oh, he follows uh, Victor Davis Hanson. I know he's a big, big fan of Victor's uh, writing. Sure. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, mostly just news accounts. And I think there is something. So And Super 70 Sports, which Super 70 Sports. everyone I think is legally required to follow the best Twitter account yeah. going. I, I think, you know, you as a producer of a show, both, the, you know, you're the star of the show and you produce oh. it. Thank right? you. Um, but, and Garage Logic, I assume you can direct message somebody via Twitter. And oftentimes, people have their direct messaging open. Like, I mean, they, they would allow a direct message. So, like Victor Davis Hansen, if mm-hmm. you wanted to get in touch with him, he might actually not get so many DMs that he couldn't read them. Right? So, like, if you wanted him to be on for an interview, you could send him a DM. That would be the easiest way to get in touch with him, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, have you, have sure. you tried that? Um, it, it seems like no one attempts to ever 
do anything to get a guest on Garage Logic. That's not true. Okay. Tell me then, because I was laughing the other day when Joe asked someone to call that person, and Matt, Matt Mikulski, just said, I'll get right on that, mm-hmm. fully laughing about, like, that's never, ever, ever going to happen. I know what guest you're talking about. Okay. In fact, that came up, you're talking about the Spam Museum. The woman from, uh, yes. Yeah, the, was it the manager? Yeah, like, no, the, yeah, the, because I, St. Clair, Bonjournet, uh, De La Rookie did, in fact, reach out to them and, and leave a message, and we have yet to hear anything okay. back, which happens... 99%. Well, not now I'm really going to take you on the inside yeah. because we'll get a lot of you know you should you should try to get on such and such. Yeah, yeah. Well that all of that is great in theory. But people also need to understand that well there's certain things that can come up whether there's a conflict of interest, mm-hmm. whether they might have a partnership with a direct competitor of sure. ours, whether they even have the time or they people are so selective now and and that's not even bringing into account politicians. Sure. Because Unless you check all the boxes and they know yeah. all the questions that are going to be asked, they ain't coming yeah, on your show. Yep. Like that's just yep. that's just the way that the, shame. the political game is played too. right now. And yeah. I, I agree completely, yeah. but that's just that that's just the game that's played currently. Yeah. Where Joe Sergi is not is not a gotcha guy. He's not going to try to be a gotcha guy. Where oh, I'll say it because I think I've said this on Garage Logic five not quite five years ago. It was in the early stages of us being a podcast. Mm-hmm. I tried to get a reporter on in this building really who works for this company or sorry i i, I should say who worked for We're, this company okay, yeah yeah and their response to on an internal email yes yeah and their response to me was well wh- who who is this what show is this and i and i explained yeah. oh, i don't think i have time and i just went oh oh okay yeah, yeah. i said thank you, thank you thank you for your response sure and that was the end of the conversation i just thought oh okay <laughs> yeah because I, you know what, Mike? You know what I am? I'm a pretty easygoing guy. You don't want to ruffle right? any feathers? I don't want to ruffle feathers, but mm-hmm. I also, I am not going to beg somebody no. to grace me with their presence. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really not going to do that, whether it's on a personal level or whether it's on a professional level. You know, you're the, either in or you're out. But do you know this little <laughs> thing in an email called BCC? Blind carbon copy. Right. That's where I'd return my message back to that person and just BCC some mm. well-to-do people at this pl- yeah. company I, I, I don't and just say this way. person doesn't play ball. No. Let's go ahead and get See, them. To I play don't ball. operate that way because I'm also a big believer in karma. Okay. Yeah, but you're not. You weren't asking something. I know, but see, I'm the type of person where if I'm having a one-on-one conversation with an individual via email, I don't include okay other people because I think that's a bit shady. In my yeah, opinion, yeah. and I, I just I choose not to go down that road. Reavers, I have a, there, there's a great guy in my work. His name is Craig Cohort, and uh, he is a corporate guy, right? Mm-hmm. And one time I came up with this really great idea because again our company got bought, so I work for this kind of a sure. large corporation, and there are a gr- bunch of great people that own and run hardware stores. And I came up with this great idea, and I go right to the source, and I talk to this guy about this great idea, and then Craig gives me a call and says, "What are you What are you doing?" I'm like, "What?" And he goes. You, you can't do that. You have to first ask the one guy There's if channels it's okay to, to, go to through. And I'm like, I never, ever even contemplated that I couldn't do something like that. I was just like, my mind says, this is a great idea. I'm going to go right to that guy. Let's talk about it. And But I didn't know that that guy might have had completely different instructions from his boss. So I had to really, like, I don't know if I wrote 
Craig a thank you note, but I really have to. I said thank you to him. Thank you for like idling me down. Mm. And so that blind CC is something I, I don't do either, but that one would have annoyed me if, if some brand new reporter, I'm going to just say brand new, <laughs> didn't have time for the Joe Suchere Garage Logic show, which would have infinitely, I mean, look at, look at that guy, um, our famous weatherman that we had here, right? You know, our, our weatherman that you had on all oh, the time. Oh, Dave Dahl. Dave Wally Dahl, right? He was beloved beloved in this market sure, yeah. because of worked here a long, long time, worked in this market forever, obviously because his relationship with channel five, right? Sure. KSTP. Yeah. But I got to know him well through this show, sure. through garage logic. And what a shame that some reporter was so short sighted that they couldn't say, maybe I'd like the million people that listen to GL to, right. you know, to but, learn, but I will, who I, learn who I am. I will give this re- particular reporter and out and, and others because there are some people that in the TV, in the TV side of things, mm-hmm. I have friends that work in TV that are, that are this way where I've said, come on the show. They yeah. just, it's, it's an uncomfortable thing for them because when you're doing your news reporter, you're doing your story, you know how it's crafted. Yep. You know how you're going to present it. Sure. And you know that you're in and out in just a few minutes. Yep. Whereas yeah. when it's a long form interview, that's Anything not as comfortable yeah. as a setting. But I, I completely agree with you where, but you can showcase so much more of your personality yeah. in that regard. And that's they, why maybe they don't want to. And maybe they don't yeah. want to. And that's, yeah. that's completely their or call. Or they fear it. You yeah. know, a perfect example of somebody who understands the long format yet is in the short format is Elizabeth Reese. When she gets on, when she was guest on our yeah. show, she's like, I mean, anybody who listens to her thinks, yeah. oh my God, that's the nicest girl I've ever she, met. She's, right? she's not only a pro, but she's just completely likable. Yeah, just completely. Yeah. And, and the longer format you spend with her, yeah. you're like, oh my God, I see why she's a super successful Case woman. in point, this was years ago, and I was working for a different station in this building, mm-hmm. and I was asked if I would be interested in doing a Saturday afternoon program. Yeah. And I said, oh, that'd be great. Heck and yeah. I was partnered with someone who I knew. And we were going to do three hours on a Saturday afternoon every week. And I yeah, thought, perfect. perfect. I, it'll give me a chance to to show what I got or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. And so the the person that I was doing the show with was going to be out of town for a couple of weeks. So there needed to be somebody to, to fill in. And uh, the program director at the time said, hey, uh, do you have a preference? I said, no, I, I, whatever. If, if you're, if, so someone from a different television station was asked to come in. For three hours. Yeah, yeah. And we got into the first... So we were talking beforehand. Everything sure. was great. We cracked the mics after the theme played. Oh, no. And it was like we had our buddy Doug DeGeeston. Yeah, yeah. Just Where it was one-word answers. I thought, oh, my God. Uh-oh. This is going to be the longest three yeah, this hours isn't gonna work. ever. Yeah. And it was because they were uncomfortable in that particular sure. setting. Like once, once they saw the red mic light go on, they just completely changed. And I felt... So we went... We got through our first segment we went to break i said is everything okay yeah yeah i just and i thought oh wow but it's just some people are just wired differently some Some people people can read content really well yeah for example i when i read out loud it sounds like i might not be able to read (laughs) yet i can read it might seem like he can't but you can converse extremely naturally but i can maybe if i'm if i'm going just ad lib i can maybe do it right so i i'm i have another thought for your career okay little career (laughs) advice i think you should go over to kstp no (laughs) and say you want three hours on a saturday no I think that would be great. First of all, it would absolutely pump this show. Sure. Because all those people who don't know about Weekly Scramble or GL, 
could learn about you. You could spin some hot songs. <laughs> on AM 1500? No, no, on KSTP. 95, KS95. Oh, I'm sorry. I I made that that hard. KS95. I mean, I think it would be a lot of fun, right? Or you could go on the uh, My Talk, (laughs) do a My Talk Sunday show. Right? You just want to eat up every moment of my free I don't, time. What do else you, you got to do? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants you at home. You might as well that, go that's, ahead. That's actually yeah. a pretty good point. Um, I, I did get I, another. would be a great radio podcast. Oh, you really were. You'd be a wonderful program director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did get an, a great email from Brent uh, about our friends at Harmony Spirits and trying to dig it up. Here we go. Brent says, Hey, Reeves. Hey, Mike. Love the show. Well, thank you very much, Brent. Wife and I made the motorcycle trip down to Harmony, Minnesota, per your recommendation, and we stopped at the tasting room, had the Kraft Blueberry, what's it, S-Y-M-M, is this, this must be a typo, what's an mm-hmm. S-Y-M-M-O, Samo? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, Blueberry, whatever yeah. it was, Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess Mike. S-Y-M-M-O. I've never heard of that yeah. style yeah. of drink before, but any event, yes. I, he said it was fantastic, mm-hmm. thanks for the recommendation, uh, bought two bottles of the vodka, and then headed back home on the bike, thanks for the recommendation once again to Harmony Spirits. That's just it. That's a great time of the year to stop in at our friends at Harmony Spirits in Harmony, Minnesota. The tasting room is unbelievable. I saw a photo on Twitter over the weekend of about 7 million bikes. Pulled up oh. because it's in bike. It's bike. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's what a great going spot through the hills ride, and whatnot yeah. on a beautiful uh-huh. July afternoon. Are you kidding me? So whatever S Y M M O is, maybe I have to text Jim I, and I, find I'm out gonna, what that is. I'm going to punch that in as you talk about that. You know what would be really cool? I'm guessing it was a typo. Yeah, it could, it could be that. Um, Go ahead. When fall comes. And, that, and you start I mean, leaf peeping. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be oh, kind of yeah. cool? Oh, yeah. you, you can't wait till it comes here, so you have to go south a little bit. We Every single year... We, I shouldn't say every single year, but often what we like to do, because summer is so freaking busy for everybody, especially Mm -hmm. now with us having boys that play travel baseball, we always would like to do a camping trip after Labor Day. Okay. We would usually do it mid to late September, and we would go up north because it's still nice out. Yeah, the days are a little bit shorter. Mm -hmm. But it's still nice out. It's nice that the days are a little shorter. So when you start the campfire, it's not at 930. Yeah. It's, it's at, at like 7. Exactly. And then kids are tired because they're getting a little carbon dioxide because yeah. they're so close to the fire. And they're a little sleepy. <laughs> and so you put them down to bed and then you turn to the wife and you say, we got all the woods here. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I, well, I'm going to tell you a, a little story you're, about you're me. A That's a little, a little too far, man. right? Yeah. So I, I, um, my home happens to be very private, right? I, no one can see me. And we and we have a little little a little pool. I'll just call it a pool. We have a pool. And um, I decided to like, I'm all by myself. Sure. Reaver. So what do you do when you're all by yourself? No one can see you. I decided to like, you know, do a little skinny dipping, right? I'm all by my, it's a beautiful day. Sure. So I'm sitting kind of on the edge of the pool, right? <laughs> just laying like basking in the sun. And again, no one's coming up to my house. Right. It's, it's, you know, no, the mailman's not coming up. I, it's, it's just not possible to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and, and my wife, unbeknownst to me is, is gets home, right? I can't tell she got home. She gets home and she walks outside and sees me. And her, her instinct was, Oh my, Oh, gross, gross. And she turns around <laughs> and goes inside. You know, there's a lot of things a man can take. But when the wife that you just adore and just find so attractive just sees you naked and says, oh, my God, gross. What is that? Yeah, what, is, what are you doing? And all I was doing, I was just relaxing. It was just like pure relaxation. And and she just gave And then, so what did I do? I had to, like, go over, put a towel around my waist, go and I apologize. I guess I'll go inside. Yeah, I guess I'll go inside. <laughs> going to go watch TV now. Actually, I went out to the garage and just 
put like screwed screws together and then unscrewed them and then separated them by size. And, you know, whether it was fine thread or coarse thread, because, you know, she didn't want me inside because right. she was, now you she was find still hurt. To do in the garage. She was hurt. Yeah. Right. Because she was like, what is going on? Um, that's a true story. All of that's a true story. <laughs> Thank you, Brent, for the email. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, ask for the Harmony brand by name at your local liquor store. That's how you're going to continue to help them grow their brand. HarmonySpirits.net is their website. I'm not sure how many more uh, car shows and whatnot that they have coming up in the month of August, but they're always busy. There's always stuff going on down there in Harmony, Minnesota, but stop in and let them know that you heard about them on the weekly scramble. That would be terrific. It is sad, too, because I mentioned the fair. Once The 4th of July is always you know halftime of mm-hmm. summer, right? But it gets to the point where, and this is going to sound awful, because I know I'm not really one that complains a ton about the cold and the snow in the winter, because like this stretch of weather this week, it's I, be hot. I yeah. hate with a capital H, hate this weather. Sure. And it mostly is because I have asthma, so when it's the, the combination of the, the hot, sticky crap plus with the air quality being so bad, I'm miserable yes. for the entire... But it is like, oh, man, we're in, the, we're in the third quarter now of summer. Yeah, this is it. So come State Fair time, that's the fourth quarter, and then I, all of a sudden it's Labor Day. I really like it when the State Fair is super hot, though. You do. I do, because I think that's what, it's the great sweat together. I like it when it's hot and Ugh. steamy, and they're selling like, where, you know when you can drink so much beer, yet you're sweating so badly, it doesn't, it has no effect on you whatsoever, <laughs> right? You've had that happen. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I like. I hate when it's kind of cool at the state fair and people have hoodies on. I want to see tube tops on big chicks, right? I want to see those <laughs> daisy don'ts, right? I want to see all of that stuff. We should make a garage logic at the fair bingo card. Okay. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Where you like see certain things and you check them off. Because that the Most people of watching them you the could, state you fair could check so off in the backstage of the uh, of the of the garage logic booth. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much all things happen back there. Well, and that's why because you know when we get when we get to that point too, it's it's. I remember the 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 one year, and in fact, it might have been the very first summer. It it was it was the very first summer we did the show in podcast form from the fair, mm. and we only did the shows on the two Fridays of yep. the state fair. Yeah. And it was fan freaking. You took the stage from from Channel Channel Five. Channel Five, yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah, and I thought because I I remember my wife and kids came with. It was the second the second Friday, so it was the Friday of Labor Day weekend, and we got done with the show. I posted the show, all the editing was done, and she said, "Well, I suppose you want to get going." I said, "No, we can walk around." And she said, "Yeah." Really? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm not sick of being here. Sure. As you yeah, would it's be. only two days instead of every day. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and and, and she, she was literally aghast. She could not believe that I wanted to stick around. Because are you usually, doing every day of the fair this year? We are doing every much. day except for every, I should say, we are doing every weekday mm-hmm. with the exception of Labor Day and the Wednesday of the fair. Those okay. are the two days the, the, that Garage okay. Logic will not be okay. out there. Because I kind of laughed because last year you guys had such a convoluted schedule. It was like, we're going to be there every day, minus that one Tuesday, unless it's a leap day. You know, it was like something. It was really confusing. But now right. it's just Wednesday and Labor Day. You're not going to be there. Right. And um, I mean, it's so when you bring your kids and your wife, I, your wife is jaded. She knows what a rock star you are. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. She, she get it. But when, it, when your kid's there... And he sees someone come up to you and say, "Hey, I'm a big fan of the show." Blah blah blah. What do the What do the boys think? Well, 
It's funny you say that because we did the Garage Logic Town Council takeover at Target Field. How was that? Uh, it was it was a blast. Okay. Seriously, it was so much fun. So we ended up going as a family, but then we brought one of my youngest son's best friends with him, or with us, excuse me, mm-hmm. because he's just a baseball nut, just sure. like my two boys. And we had an extra ticket, and I, I asked his parents, would Let's you go want on. to come yeah. with? And yeah. they, oh my God, that'd be great. So he came along with us. And so my wife and I sandwiched the three boys in between us in the one row, and mm-hmm. Johnny Height and his son Dylan sat behind us, and there was a lot of GLers sitting around, and to the point where my boys are pretty much used to it. They sure. they, they kind of get the bit. Where Landon, the, the the friend experiencing for the first time, said, do you know everybody at the game? Oh, because really? so many people We're would say, up hey, and, yeah, uh, Grievers, hey, Chris. Yeah, and yeah. so he, he asked me in like the third inning, he said, do you know everybody at the Twins game? Yeah. And I oh, said, that's I funny. Said, I looked at him. I said, I do. I do. I know everybody, <laughs> and everybody's watching. And he went, Oh, <laughs> you heard the fall ball story? No, I, I saw a, a tweet. Okay, go ahead and give it to me. So we're watching the, the ball game and um, entertaining the masses as mm-hmm. I want to do. And um, Buxton was up, mm-hmm. and I looked at Land and I said, Hey, dude, he's gonna hit a fall because we were sitting. As far down the left field line as you could go okay. before you hit the 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 big wall that's got the I think it's the United Healthcare sure, sure. sign on it. Mm. So we were in that last section, okay. which still, I had still never, on the third base line though. Correct. Okay. Yeah, not not in the home run sure. area, but okay. in foul territory, lower deck, right before you hit that big is it granite wall? Yeah, what, I think it's what, a big, what, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So we were in that very last section. And I uh, and I had never sat there before. Those yeah. seats were fantastic. Oh, good. Well, there's not really a bad seat in no, the Target Field. No, it's a great place. But I I said to him, I said, we are in prime foul ball territory. And he said, really? So all of course, mm. all three boys brought their gloves. Okay, good. And so um, it was. Pr- we were trying to predict who was going to hit a foul ball in our area. And I said, you know what? Bu- Buxton was up, and I said, Buxton's going to hit one. He's going to hit one in the section. And like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I said, well, he takes that nice long swing. Mm-hmm. He's pulling the ball. He's getting pull happy yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm not kidding you. The next pitch, oh. he golfs one. And it's getting to be third, fourth inning, somewhere in there. So the 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 sunshine is now below the uh, the the top deck of, the of where the lights yeah. are of the stadium, so it's getting that kind of that twilight kind of you know you you can kind of see but mm-hmm. you can't. And I, I of course am wearing my prescription sunglasses and had forgotten my regular glasses. Okay, so I'm wearing my sunglasses like an idiot. Yeah, but that's fine because now I can still see and the ball. And you're a cool guy. Right? So he hits this towering foul ball, and everyone just ah. And no one's paying attention to the fact that the ball is about to come and hit us. Joe is sitting in the row behind me, six seats down. He's basically sitting right behind where my wife is sitting, just to her right. And I can tell no one's paying attention. And finally I scream, coming in hot! The ball missed Joe (gasps) by... Two feet. You're kidding. It bounces off of the where the, the the stairway is, and it ricochets off of that wall I was just mentioning. Yep, yep. And the granite uh, wall. Oh, I forget the, the the gal, the GLer that caught. She was she was awesome. She catches the ricochet, and she. Oh, in yeah. fact, I took her picture with rookie. That's so fun. And put it on Twitter. 
But that's how close we were to the podcast coming to an end. Coming to an end. Because it would have killed Joe. Yeah, that's it. Would have of killed all him. the people to not let get hit <laughs> right. of your group. That's a. Yeah, you know, I'm one. Let me get hit first. Yeah, because yes, I can probably yeah, maybe try to. Yeah, catch you it. could probably catch it. Right? right. So nothing gives me greater pleasure than watching a little kid who brought his glove to the game <laughs> catch a foul ball. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. But nothing gives me greater angst than watching a 49 year old guy who brought his glove to the game to catch a fall ball. Because I think, oh, now now you brought your glove to the game, you caught a fall ball, and you're going to keep it instead of giving it to a child. Right. And I just, I I, I find that a, a, a weird dichotomy, right? Yeah. It's like, that's really neat. But I, I love it when kids catch a ball, yeah. right? I think that just is so cool. Well, that was really fun. I did see that rookie, one of the, the main, I'm going to call him a character on Garage Logic. If people, I like to kind of reiterate what Garage Logic is because not everybody knows what GL is, right? But Matt Mikulski, rookies, he's the um, lovable guy, right? Mm-hmm. And great memory, remembers the show, been on it for 30 years. He, um, he posted a, a, a picture of two girls that posted a picture of him saying, I don't know who this guy is, right. but he's famous, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, did that go right to his head, I bet? Not only did it go to his head, when I saw it, my initial reaction was to retweet said picture okay. with the word, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Because if you've learned anything over the years, and, you know, Rookie's my older brother from another mother, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's, we don't need to feed the ego. We don't need to feed we the really ego. We really yeah. don't need to feed the he's ego. He's so good, though. He's so good. When it comes to things like that, there is no better schmoozer than the Rookster. Yep, yep. Where he was yep. not only working the crowd, he knows how to work every avenue at Target Field possible. Really? Well, when I walk in, you know, I got the trail of kids behind me. Mm-hmm. So I walk in, the first thing I see is rookie in line at the Red Cow Burger. So he's got the Red Cow Burgers, and his sister works at the, is it the Grey Duck of uh, deck or okay. whatever it's called. So she works there. So of course he's got to drink her. Okay, he's, yeah, yeah. dr- yeah. he's just working the crowd. That's oh, all he, that's, that's all he does all day, every day as he works it. But talk about a guy who knows everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. You know, and not only knows everybody, but then remembers their parents' names, <laughs> what house they lived on, on view street. And you know, yeah, I used to oh, live yeah, on view in St. Paul. Your dad was the mortician. Exactly. Your dad was the grocer or whatever. That's how kid has a good memory. Too bad. He didn't use that for good. He could have really become something. Right. He could have really become something. Um, okay. There was one other thing that I was going to get to with you, and now I'm I'm losing my train of thought, but we were talking about, what were we talking about at the beginning? Because it stirred up the, the, the subject line I wanted to bring with you. Oh, youth sports. Yeah. We were talking about youth sports coming to an end, and then I read the, uh, the, the chart. And I will say this, uh, of all the, because I, you know, you hear the horror stories all the time. I got to say, I had nothing but great, uh, interactions with other parents. Yeah, there was sure. only one there was really only one time and it actually wasn't even a parent. It was the coach of an opposing team. Okay. And other than that just being a doofus. Well he was trying to berate a thirteen year old kid oh, umpiring. And I yeah. thought I just looked at my I, and I muttered like, let's not do that. Yeah, let's and not, he kinda no. glanced at me like what and yeah. I like gave it the most yeah. like come on come here. On. Like what come on. Don't, it's let's a thirteen year old kid. Yeah. It's not his fault that your team has two hits. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not this yes. kid's fault. Yeah. Just because you're a horrible. But no, but other than coach. that, like we've met so many great parents as a result of being involved with youth sports. How did the the when you went to Target Field, because a lot of people that are listening to this show maybe you won't go to Target Field anymore. Sure. They're like, felt good. How did it feel? How did um, how did the city feel? 
On the way in, well, I my initial plan was we were going to come in on 394 because I live in the southwest-ish metro. We were going to come in on 394, and I was going to park in the B ramp, which is literally right off the exit ramp as you exit 394 to go into downtown. Unfortunately, that one was full, and I went, oh, shoot, because I could have parked in the A ramp Mm -hmm. before I came to the B ramp, but but I already made my move. So then I thought, well... I'll pull into downtown and I'll park in the lot that's directly across from Butler Square. Okay. And that one had the cars lined up. And of course, they had First Avenue sectioned off because they have that Meet Minneapolis or whatever that's called where they have the street games and things like that for people that are going downtown. So then we ended up parking... So I, now I can give up my super secret spot because Mm -hmm. I no longer bartend downtown anymore. But where the Bob Dylan face mural is sure. right you know that little lot that's right there yep, yep. that is the best gym downtown yeah. okay it's twelve dollars oh that's a good deal it has security yeah and you are in and you are out yeah what is that two blocks away is it's it about two and a half yeah, three blocks yeah, okay. away so and the other thing that's great about it is when you leave the exit it's on the light rail track sure and if the if the light rail is not coming you can pull all the way across and make a right hand turn Onto Hennepin. Okay. And then you're on 394 in a block and a half. Okay. It's, it's fantastic. So, yeah. anyway, we parked, ended up parking there, and it was just about seven o'clock. I'd say 10, 10 to seven. Mm-hmm. And so my crew, we, we, we walk across no, no problem. It was, it was not a problem. We took the little, little ramp up past target center. It was, a, it was all good in and out. Not a problem at all. Leaving though, we left at about nine 30 and, um, the only hiccup we occurred was walking back the same route. Sure. We walked by the um, now open Gold Room. Okay. You're familiar with the Gold Room? I, I think I think I'm It's fr- a downtown oomph, oomph place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were playing the um the song that Joe has brought up on occasion, WAP. I think it's WAP. Whatever it's yes. called. <laughs> it was blaring yeah. at full volume and uh, I have a eight year old or two eight year olds and eleven year olds. Mm-hmm. And, did, you know, they're did, just oblivious did your son's friends say, this was my parents' wedding song? <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't say that. No, that. he didn't, but it was okay. it was pretty funny as I glanced behind and I saw my wife and she just gave me the, are you kidding me? And I thought, well, where are we supposed yeah, to go? Like, we're downtown. It's, this, is this is So this is you, you walked by, if I'm not mistaken, it might be one block off, that new sports bar? Yeah. we In fact, we walked by it. We walked kitty corner from it um, on our way to the game, yes. Was, was it busy? I, you know what, to be honest, I did not look inside, okay, but I, I do know people that work there yeah. that bartend there and they say it's, it's doing okay. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to expand outdoor seating. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I remember when that first opened, you and I looked at each other and said, what are you what doing? Are you doing? Like, yeah, what why, are you doing? Why are you like, opening a bar? What, what are you thinking? And they're actually trying to expand. So God bless them. Hopefully they're killing it. Down well, there. they killing, will. It's the wrong term. Hopefully they're making a bunch of money. In if, it. if. The state ever does legalize gambling, especially sports gambling, mm-hmm. that place will become an epicenter. Yeah, yeah. It just will. I hope they don't. I, I kind of don't either because yeah. we're going to find out next week once weed becomes legal, starting what, a week from today? Is it? Yeah, yeah. isn't it August 1st? Well, I mean, you can't, um, we won't have any dispensaries. No one can sell it, but you can have it. Now. You can have it. Yeah. And, and then also, you know, also city ordinances are going to be involved. Start where, where, no, well, isn't it where I think it's Lakeville is saying, well, yeah, that's great, but you can't do it 
on the sidewalks and things like that. So yeah, all these yeah. other cities uh, are going to take it Every city audience, and some of them are uh, putting uh, moratoriums on uh, places opening. Correct. And, you know, so I think we're a year out. It's next August when stores can start opening. When dispensaries can, you know, officially start selling. Sure. And so I don't know what's going to happen, but they're going to stop really caring if someone's smoking weed. I guess that, that, I just don't think vices really make for a better city. I don't think, hey, here's sports gambling. I, you know, did you, I fell for the lottery, right? I, and the only reason I fell for the lottery is because I had to protect myself just in case of one of my a-hole buddies won because <laughs> I just couldn't take it, right? I had to like, because what if they won and I didn't? So I had to buy right, a ticket just right. to at least have a you chance. You didn't want to feel left out. Yeah, because right. if I wouldn't have bought a ticket and then somebody would have won, and then I had to listen to them how smart they are that they won the lottery, I wanted to be the one telling the stories about how smart I am that I played the lottery. <laughs> did you see the video of the gal who won the lottery just running through the I middle did. of the road? But how was she hounded by about 700 different television stations? I don't know. My, I, uh, I, see, that, that's, what I, that's what I would hate. I would hate every part of your life now. All you're going to be, all you, all that's going to happen is people are going to ask you for money. Yeah, going I'd, forward, that's I'd literally, it. I'd take it, because because you would say no, one hundred percent. Right, you just say, say I, I, I told you I know a girl who won fifty two million bucks. Oh, that's right? right. Yes, and and she did a really really smart thing. She said whoever wants to, and this was when she was young, right? All of her friends were in college, and mm-hmm. then she said, I'll pay for college as long as you want to go. Any one of her friends. And not one friend took her up on it. Wow. Not one. That's crazy. And I was like, oh, and that was a super generous gift. Yeah. Right. And that was back in the eighties, right? It's yeah. or nineties. So college was 5,000 bucks a year, not 55,000 bucks a year or whatever, but not one took her up on That's it. And what a generous, smart way yeah. to do it. Yeah. She obviously got somebody told her the right thing to do. Yep. And that was a big chunk of money. I wonder what she's up to. Rivers, you should look her up. Maybe she's down to about five mil. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's that 52 mil, it might take a long time to get r- rid of. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Hey, Rivers, you're the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would absolutely appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will do this again next week. Until then, cheers.